Our scripture reading this morning is taken from the Gospel of St. John, the 10th chapter, verses 27 and 28, and our Lord says, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me, and I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish, neither shall anyone snatch them out of my hand. These are your words, Heavenly Father, they are your truth. We pray that you would now increase our faith through them. Amen. Many years ago, a New York City police detective wanted to teach parents something, and he contacted the producers of 60 Minutes, the TV program, and asked them to film what he was about to do. He sat down with, I believe it was five parents, and um, he told them a day or two in advance, I want you to instruct your children uh, very clearly today and tonight that they never should go and follow strangers. And so the parents did that. And then the next day he took these families to a large park where there are a lot of children playing at a playground. These children were probably about five years old. And the parents were to sit off to the side and watch their children go play in the playground. And then he, the detective, went up to each one of those five little children with a little picture of his dog and said, could you help me find my puppy? And talked very nicely to the children and slowly got each one of them to follow him two blocks away into a van. And he did it, when the parents saw this, they were of course just flabbergasted. He did it to demonstrate uh, how easy it is to follow someone's voice if they appear to be so friendly and so nice. And when they asked the children why they went with him, that was exactly their response. He wasn't a stranger. He was so nice and so friendly. Voice, the, the voice that you listen to in life can have some devastating consequences on your life. Even some of the voices that come at us in the world that seem to benefit us and seem to sound very friendly. In the context of this famous passage from Jesus about his sheep, he's speaking to some Jewish leaders who were questioning whether or not he was really the Messiah. And Jesus now describes his church of believers in the world, true Christians. He says, my sheep hear my voice. This is now a distinguishing characteristic that they listen to and follow and recognize the voice of Christ. I always wonder, what did Jesus' actual audible voice sound like? What did it really sound like? Was it soft? Was it deep? Was it maybe a lighter voice? Uh, was it one that seemed kind of firm or soothing? What was it like for the first century people to actually get to sit and listen to his voice? Well, my parents wanted me to recognize that voice, and so when I was a little child, even before I could read, I was given a little catechism, which was a nice summary of the Christian faith. I still have it today, a little leather-bound catechism. And um, you can see I scribbled inside of it, and I didn't even know how to write yet. But my parents at an early age wanted me, having been baptized into Christ, to continually be able to recognize that voice of my Good Shepherd, of my Savior, throughout my whole life. But I'll have to admit there are many times when even though I clearly knew what his voice would say to me, when I didn't want to listen to it. There have been many times in my life when I decided to listen to what I thought 
or maybe what somebody else wanted to tell me that was contrary to what that voice of the Good Shepherd was really telling me. And it, and it maybe benefited me for a minute or two or 10 minutes or an hour in my life to do that. But in the end, it always hurt me. It always, always, every time brought problems for me. Sometimes problems for other people too. So we can be very tempted to, to think that there are other voices out there that, that maybe have our best interest in mind and to start listening to them. And yet, if they're not really in line with uh, and in harmony with the voice of Christ, they're always going to be there to harm us. So there are contrary voices out there in the world to get our attention. And it's always important for you to ask, where is this voice coming from? Why, why do they want my attention? Where are they trying to lead me? And what have they ever done for me? What has this voice that I'm now being tempted to listen to ever done for me that, that uh, really has my best interest in mind? And here's the ultimate question. Whoever is speaking this voice to you, it might even be coming through your computer, whoever is speaking this voice to you, will they be standing with you on judgment day? That's the, that's the bottom line. Will this voice be standing next to you on judgment day? The distinguishing factor for those who follow Christ is that they not only hear his voice, audibly listen to his word, but they follow it. The Holy Spirit causes it to go down into their hearts and minds so that they listen to it and, and want to observe it and follow it. So why do or why should we as Christians want to listen to the voice of Christ? Why does it resonate down inside of us? I'll tell you a little story that happened years ago that, that depicts this very well. And some of you have heard me tell this before. It was inside of a large department store. And it was a very busy day, and there were a lot of families in there. And one little girl, who was about two or three years old, got lost and wandered away from her parents. And she was screaming and crying. And, and somebody from the store brought her up to the service desk. I happened to be right nearby and observed this. And she was just having a fit, as you can imagine, having been lost now. And uh, they sent out an announcement in the store that said, a little girl with a red shirt has been lost. You can find her at the service desk. And I remembered thinking to myself, how are they going to know? Somebody could walk up and claim this little child. Child isn't old enough to say, any, to say much at all. Somebody could walk up and abduct this child. And sure enough, a mom came running down the aisle and yelling her daughter's voice, and that little girl's head just turned so fast and recognized that voice of the mom, and it immediately, completely changed the demeanor of that little girl. Now, why did it have such a dramatic response in her? Because her whole life was dependent on that woman and on that voice. And in that voice, in the audible sound, she recognized comfort, security, care, her whole life was wrapped up in that voice. That's how the sheep of Christ are to be with the voice of Christ. To, to recognize all of, the, all of the benefits that have come to us through that voice. A Norwegian pastor by the name of Lockie said this, Every voice of comfort in your heart, every encouragement within you, every desire to do good is the voice of Christ. Christ. 
It is there in the external word, meaning scripture, which the spirit takes and causes to sound in your ear. That's why the good shepherd's voice hits the Christian in a completely different way. Because we realize all of the benefits that are connected to that voice. He knows the particular concerns of each one of his sheep. He knows exactly what's on their heart. He knows exactly what's going on in their life. Just like he did with the paralyzed man at the pool of Bethsaida. Just like he did with the woman at the well. He knows details about the life of each sheep of his own that is out there in the world. And he cares about those details. He cares about what's going to happen to each of those individual sheep. And he has clearly demonstrated that his primary concern is that his sheep will someday be right with God and, and, and allowed into heaven, are right with God now and will be allowed into heaven. There's no one else who's, who's gone to feel your hell for you, to, to make atonement for all the guilt that I and you have done before God, the long list of sins that we have done. No one else has cleaned that away except for Christ through his holy and precious blood. He also has the most wonderful eternal plans for you. He says, I give them eternal life. Notice they don't earn it, but I give them eternal life just as a present. He's the only one that can promise you, in my Father's house there are many mansions. I go to prepare a place for you. Unlike the people who actually got to sit and listen to Jesus talk and could audibly hear what the sound of his voice was like. We've never actually gotten to hear that yet in our lives. In fact, Jesus, Jesus warns us that if, if people claim that they've heard that today, uh, that's probably a different voice. Don't listen to it. But we've never heard that audible sound, and yet, interestingly enough, his voice is the most important one that resonates down inside of us. And the first time that you actually will get to hear that audible voice of Christ is when he says to you, come you who are blessed by my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you. Amen. Please rise for prayer. Lord God, Heavenly Father, out of your fatherly goodness, you have been mindful of us poor, miserable sinners and have given your beloved Son to be our good shepherd, not only to nourish us by his word, but also to defend us from sin and death and the devil. We beseech you, grant us your Holy Spirit, that even as the shepherd knows us and helps us in every affliction, we also may know him, and trusting in him, seek help and comfort in him, from our hearts, obey his voice and obtain eternal salvation. Through the same, your beloved Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one true God, now and forever. Amen.